Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of the woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. Um, I am in the, the bowels of hell with unemployment stuff. Like I put in my unemployment claim over two weeks ago and it just keeps saying pending, pending, pending. And then you go to call and it's like, in order to complete this claim, you need to speak to a representative, which I've been through before. And it takes a long time, but eventually you get through to somebody. Not so the case on this. And I lost two weeks because I went through Pennsylvania originally. Long, long story. Anyway. Oh God. Um, now, when you go to call the numbers, it's like, this number doesn't exist. Like, the entire system's <laughs> like, we're done, and we're going south. So I had to call. I, I reached out to the mayor on Facebook, and he got back to me, and he sent me the number of an assemblyman. Everybody's kicking the can down the road. So long story short, there's an aide that will be calling me back within the hour. So at that point, I will have to, to press pause and go and take this phone call. And then Jules will entertain you with a variety of musics and jokes, I am sure. Oh. Did you see all the footage of the, um, the guys in Williamsburg deciding to have a big uh, Hasidic Jewish funeral? No. Oh, oh if you look on, the, you're going to go, you're going to lose your mind. There's like hundreds of them in the streets of Williamsburg. Having no. a funeral in the middle of everything. Oh, jeez. The best part is that they're carrying the uh, the coffin, but it's such chaos that it looks like the coffin is crowd surfing. <laughs> <laughs> Down the street, so it's like being passed between people, but it's like it's like jostling from side to side. Like nobody's keeping it sturdy, so that body is just rolling around in there. <laughs> Rolling down the street on everybody's shoulders like it's Bonnaroo. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> you have to, you do have to. It made me laugh and then cry, as most sure. things want to do. Um, well, I guess I get the welcome out of the way, and then we'll just go into to, to some details today. Welcome, yes. everybody. Welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I am your host, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Ah, yes. And I am hot dog extraordinaire Lorena Bobbitt. Ooh, and we're coming to you from both... <laughs> Downtown Swingin' Hills Kitchen, New York. And the beautiful Maha Bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? <laughs> What do you call a dog with no legs? Nothing, no matter what you call him, he ain't coming. Ooh, ah, ooh, ooh. My uncle's got a great job. He sells bagels to midgets to use as toilet seats. Is this on? Is this thing on? You hear about the Polish carpool? They meet at work. Ooh, ah, ooh, ooh, ooh. Who did you hear who's it? that? Don yes, Herrera is did. a stand-up. Ah. Probably like what, in his 60s now or something? Yeah, I don't know. That was an okay clip. We could have done better. But hey, hey, it's it's quarantine, and my Jules is is growing out a beard that's bigger than David Guest. America's biggest wow. beard. So, <laughs> so as always, please 
Find us and, and register all your complaints with us on our social media at Dear Pod Official, the Instagram and the Twitter. Check our website, DearPodOfficial.com, where you can binge all 50-plus episodes. And, of course, as always, email us your questions, DearPodOfficial at gmail.com. And, of course, we're doing our Instagram Every week we put questions up on the Instagram story on our Insta pages, which also includes our personal Insta pages, which is Erin McGuire Official and... The Patrick O'Brien. I-E-N. I am so proud of you for changing that. I mean, if one good thing has come out of this quarantine, it's that you got a new handle, brother. Uh, It was so simple. I don't know what... You know, I don't know why it wasn't available when I first tried it. So maybe the other one... Uh Uh-oh. What happened to V. Patrick (laughs) O'Brien? I don't know. Hey, hey. I've changed my handle about 10 times. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. It's been all sorts of things. It's it's just, it's shape-shifting. It depends on who I want to be that week. I'll change You're a it shape-shifter. like everybody's changing their hair color right now, you know? I think that's very dangerous. I told my lover this last night, I said, well, now's the time if you want to change it. Because you don't, you're not going to ruin anything. Yeah. Right? And yeah. then you got nowhere to go. Who do you got to look good for? Right. Not I me. shaved my legs today and I even in the middle of it went, why? <laughs> why bother? It was like my thong when I told you about that, that I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing? I should just braid this instead. Get it in a scrunchie and, and be done with it. Disgusting. I'm a disgusting. We're all just disgusting people right now. This has to be over. But hey, um, in the in the category of good things, because I am going to start folding in good things to this episode every week, things that we are thankful for from the past week of quarantine. I have discovered the Peloton app. Do you know about this? I thought Peloton is just for bikes. Oh, it is so much more. And I did not know this because I went on a fitness hunt because I'm my body is deteriorating. I need to keep myself moving. And I found two apps that I like. The Fit On app, which uh, my friend Bree does some, some um, exercises for. But they're not really like hugely challenging. I mean, the good thing about them is you can do fast bursts, like five-minute workouts, quickie things. And you can, there's like, some celebrity ones. If you're, if you like want to do yoga with Jonathan Van Ness, that's on there. But the oh. Peloton is not just for their bike and for their uh, treadmill. They have cardio classes like high intensity interval training in your home and strength classes and yoga and meditation. And yes, I did a five minute meditation and cried my bloody eyes out and I felt so oh. good afterwards. So I so recommend. Do you, you don't. Do you think anyone would have any complaints for someone running in place for thirty-five minutes? Oh, is maybe that, somebody that... who lived um, under you. But guess what? <laughs> Fuck it. I feel like half the people have left the city that are there anyway. I think you're correct. I use. Um, I do an at-home workout myself. I was. I follow two people. Um. One is Keone, who was one of, the, I think he's one of the founders of um, Berries or one of the founding <gasps> instructors. I want to do he, boot camp. And he does like 30, 30 minutes a day, 30, 35 minutes every day. Every day's different. And it's really great. Like I can, t- you know, when you know, when you're like, I don't know if that really did anything for me. And then you're like, I'm a little dewy. And then the next day you sneeze 
and it's like that silent scream yeah. where it's like you you cannot you're not making a noise until five minutes later. Oh, I know that scream. I haven't that, had it in that. a while, but I need that. <laughs> That's that. It's pretty good. And then I bought all these bands to do um, like weight stuff with. So. You know, How did you get bands? Line. Who knew that in the apocalypse, fitness gear is the most impossible thing to find? I would cut a bitch for a five-pound weight. Right? It is like, well, I I purchased one band, and then Marcus has these rubber bands. Um, like for hair his... ties. <laughs> yeah. Just, I was just putting my hair back. Um, <laughs> no, he had these bands, and then um, I uh, I figured out, different ways to use them like his is more for like light strength training and then i found this fitness guy online because we have about 12 different types of bands how to use them so then i was like oh you just have to you know do a little googling wow i need to you need to give me your suggestions i'll give you mine and we'll put them in our our insta webs and people anybody who wants to know because we're hardcore worky outy people uh keone hudoba barry's boot camp Yes, he on his Instagram every day he does one. Oh, and it's always a half hour. Yes, let me find him right now. Is it, it is live? Uh, it can be. Oh God, the the second that somebody's going live, though, I'm like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> Aren't we just so oversaturated? I assume, yeah, I don't I, like if you're just like on your phone, then like, so your grandma's going live. I mean. More power to her. I would rather eat this microphone than do an Instagram live stand-up show again. It's talk about not getting anything back. And you're like, I don't know if anybody's laughing out there. Somebody just gave me a heart. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's when you have to have your own laugh track at home. Oh, this guy is pretty. Come on. Where is he based out of? He looks like a lion. So he, he does the workouts in Hell's Kitchen somewhere? He does it in his house. Oh, he's in his, like, apartment? Yeah. Oh, I love that there's a category just called ass and abs. That could be you and me. I feel like anytime I go for, like, a walk or if I went for a run, I'm going to be shamed. Like, I'm just going to be yelled at for doing that. I know. There's a lot of shame. Like, I went for a run just in my neighborhood today, and I was like, somebody's going to yell at me for being out here without a bag on my head. Right. Is this what's... And they're probably right. They're probably right. Well, I don't really understand now why every week they're like, and now it's a mask, and now it's gloves, and now it's a hoodie, (laughs) and now it's a half shirt, and everybody wear a high-waisted pant, and (laughs) low jeans are coming back, and... Everybody were up. Now, now it's a turtle shell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now I'm like, well, why now? It's not airborne, right? I think it's probably because there, there are smart people and then there are stupid people. Mm-hmm. And there are more stupid people than smart people. So protect yourself why. from stupid. Right. Gotcha. Okay. Give that's me one my... good thing that you had happen this week or that you discovered. In quarantine. One good thing that I discovered in, oh, 1917, the movie. Isn't it so good? Holy 
shit in my mouth good. I know. I will shit in your mouth when I see you, but you're going to be wearing a mask. <laughs> it's going to slide I, right off. I thought that was one of the the best films from beginning to end. Like, suspen- like suspenseful, everything about it. Did you even look at your phone once during that movie? Uh, I don't think so. Exactly. That's the sign of a good movie. It so keeps good. moving. It's so well done. And yeah. I kind of have a thing for the lead guy. Yeah. Isn't he I mean, cute? I, super cute. I didn't even know that Nicole Richie was in it until at the very end. <laughs> who was Nicole Richie? What the, the one the girl who was in like the, the basement with the baby? No. She she played the uh, the guy that gets that gets killed that gets stabbed, his partner. She played a boy. It was like, it was like Yentl. Which one was this? Why can't I think about the person who looks like Nicole Richie? The two male leads, the one who gets killed? Yeah. That's him. That's her. He doesn't look <laughs> anything like Nicole Richie. haven't got enough oxygen. I can't. Have you had some water? I feel like I'm talking to my mom. Have you had enough water? <laughs> have you had blueberries? Did you read the newspaper today? Who have you talked to? I had salmon for dinner. <laughs> I had some cereal for breakfast. I, I I don't see Nicole Richie in this guy at all. You're correct. You're correct. But here's a couple of things. A, Nicole Richie is not in the movie. <laughs> B, she did not dress up as a man disguised as another man yeah, in the movie. I don't even see why you pulled Nicole Richie out of this one. I don't get it. Get it. <laughs> And that's okay. Usually I see, like, when you make a reference like this, I'm like, oh, yeah, I get it. I see it. It's funny. And this one, we've There's been away 0. from... There's 0.0 connection. Yeah, and it worries like, me. Like me on Christian Mingle, 0.0 <laughs> connection. <laughs> Nothing. Oh, I'd be so disappointed if I met you on Christian Mingle. <laughs> So what do you like other than the taste of the Eucharist? Nothing. That's it. Just... <laughs> so aside from the laying on of hands, what are you into? <laughs> the laying on of hands of men. Oh, okay. It's gonna be a long it's gonna be a long chat session. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. I'm gonna have to rewatch it now. And um, yeah. in she Invisible was so good, Man. Though. Invisible Man is available for rental for like 20 bucks. I saw that. I can't decide if I want to be stared at like that, you know, into my soul for two hours from <sighs> Elizabeth Moss. I, I mean, feel if like you've I've already... already done it with Handmaid's Tale, it's really not that different. <laughs> but the work that she does in this is kind of phenomenal. Really? Yes. I say this as somebody who went to go see it in the movie theater. Now, I bring this up and I say to my Jules, I want you to see this movie. It's fantastic. And he's like, it's $20. No way. Meanwhile, if we saw it in a movie theater, 50 bucks right there. Right. <laughs> but now that we're inside and we see it on a small screen, no, I'm not paying 20 bucks to see the invisible man. You can't even see him. <laughs> Have you guys been binging anything good? Um, well, John Krasinski has the Some Good News Network on YouTube. Do you know about this? Uh, I do not know about that. I posted it on my face place today, and we'll we'll like link it in our Insta webs and stuff like that. It's just a feel good 
time. He's creating a little something in his own house. Every now and then, Emily Blunt shows up and she says something British, and it's very cute. But it's he's just um, giving you just good news. So you just watch oh. him deliver. Here's the good things that are happening this week. And a little girl couldn't make it to see Hamilton because obviously Broadway shut down. So he Zoomed the entire cast of Hamilton to sing the opening number. And I was a liquid little puddle on the floor, just crying and gnashing and yearning and all that good stuff. But she doesn't know what happened. So she only got the beginning. Can you imagine if this little girl, (laughs) at the end of getting a Zoom from the entire cast of Hamilton, at the end of it, they're like, Alexander Hamilton. And she was like, well, now what? That's it? One song? Next no costume? Song. No lighting? No through line? She's like, I didn't even get a, a glass of wine with Hamilton on it. This girl's this is bullshit. This smoking, is bullshit Zoom. Smoking a Paul Ball and going, no denouement? <laughs> nothing? <laughs> nothing? I hope that someone Zoom bombs this. Do you know that's what's happening now? People are getting Zoom bombed? No. And they're oh, is that why you have to lock? The, is that why you have to lock the room? Exactly. All your Zoom rooms are locked now because people are Zoom bombing each other. Russians. Well, Russians are Zoom bombing you, but with their like their junk. So like, <laughs> I have this weekly Zoom with my family. We all have a cocktail party, and I was like, if somebody dropped a dick pic in the middle of this, you would have to resuscitate me. I'd be laughing so hard. By any chance, did you see that? That Zoom where the girl goes to the bathroom in the middle of her um, her Zoom work, her work Zoom. Did uh, you see that? I saw the link to it and I didn't watch it, but I should watch it, right? <laughs> it seems like it's good. Well, because at first you like you just you don't you're not really paying attention to all like twelve rooms, and then you just see like the one woman who's got like a close up, and she just like she's like waving her hand like no 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 oh my god Jennifer Jennifer. <laughs> uh, uh, because she, like, put her phone down. She sat on the toilet. No, <laughs> <it>. no. <laughs> so, I gotta watch that. <laughs> so good. Jennifer, Jennifer, no. Oh, God, no. Oh, God. Oh, God. No I hope toilet paper pray. shortage over oh, there. God. Oh, don't use your hand. Oh, oh Jennifer. Oh. Don't, please don't look it off. Please don't look it off. Oh, oh, this God. is, I know you work for human this resources, is... but my God. Oh. oh, God, I know you're trying to cut corners, but oh. <laughs> is that a corn that better, cob? That better be a Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to check that out. Yeah, you, you have to encrypt all your everything now. But the funniest one I heard, and somebody said it in a sad way. Because this was going on in like a private Facebook room. Everybody's saying, everybody lock your Zooms. This is what's going on. The FBI is investigating, hence the I and FBI. And uh, he, he, somebody was like, I know it's so sad. A man was in the middle of giving his dissertation for his PhD and somebody dropped porn into the middle of like, can you imagine you're in the middle of giving a dissertation about, like, and that's when I discovered that virology was my passion. Now, if I take carbon and I mix it with, oh, oh, um, oh shit. I'm just going to, oh, all right, this is not the right slide. Um, 
Well, maybe it's a slide. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, give me right. um, I'm gonna ride your eggplant emoji. Oh, so, so yeah. Um, um, moving on to page two. <laughs> Call your dad. I want to FaceTime him. What? <laughs> <laughs> felt something for the first time in six days. I think it's time to move on to this week's topic. Give it to him, Patty. Grab on, grab on, grab on. I grab these bags, I wonder why. So in the grab bag, if you don't know, we just grab any articles that we can that don't fit into any specific category. And with mine today, you will very much see why. Um, and then we just kind of kind of throw out some any articles from Ann Landers and Dear Abby that we got this week. So why don't you kick us off? All right. In the theme of bearing the lead, this is from the Los Angeles Times, Los Angeles, California, June 21st, 1984. Bisexual minister blushes as he unloads. Mm! I ate a mouthful of water. Don't ever do <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, say it again. What? Bisexual? Bisexual minister blushes as he unloads. Come on. Saying. Okay. Give it. I normally don't get these. You are much better at getting things like this. <laughs> I felt like this was a put on the entire time. Dear Abby, it makes me blush to write this, but I have to unload on someone. <laughs> I- Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I FaceTime your dad. <laughs> it makes me blush to write this, but I have to unload on someone. I can't talk to a minister because I am my own pastor. I have a wonderful wife and family. The problem is me. I'm in love with someone besides my wife. The person I'm in love with is another man. He lives in a town nearby, and he is also married. We see each other once a week. I can't understand my feelings. I only know that this man makes me feel more loved than I've ever felt in my life. I suppose that makes me a homosexual. My wife is a fine person, but I doubt that I was ever really in love with her. Sex was never very important to her. And when we did have sex, she didn't seem at all interested. Could that be the reason I've turned to another man for love? I know the rights and wrongs of what I'm doing, so please spare me the lectures. Thank you for letting me get this off my chest. Signed, feels better in North Carolina. Oh, give it. Give me the answer and then we'll go in. <laughs> Dear, <laughs> no, no fun. Yeah, no fun. <laughs> and then we'll unload. <laughs> I'm going to go in without any lube. Dear feels better. If 
unloading, quote unquote, on someone has helped you to feel better. Oh, my God. (laughs) They have to know what they're doing. Come on. If unloading on someone has helped you to feel better, then your letter has served its own purpose. You did, however, ask a question that deserves an answer. You turned to another man for love, not because your wife seemed disinterested, but because of an unfulfilled sexual urge. You, my friend, are not a homosexual. You are a bisexual. Congratulations. (laughs) Congratulations. You and and every other collegiate female. Congratulations. (laughs) You have won. Um, (laughs) Brokeback Mountain Church Edition. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, he, I hate to unload on you, but I don't mind. Pardon me if I have to explode all of what I'm feeling on you. I hope you can take this all in one chunk at a time. (laughs) I I hope none of this dribbles down you (laughs) and out of your soul. I hope it doesn't get out somewhere where it doesn't need to be. I hope that you've covered all your furniture. I would suggest that maybe you need to cover your eyes before I explode it. It's left a bad taste in my mouth, but... (laughs) B-U-T-T. I know this might sting, depending on where it lands. I'm in a sticky situation. (laughs) (laughs) This is so good. This was, you know what this was? This was a quarantine gift delivered to you from the gods. Yes. Allow me to go in deep, Abby. Really deep. (laughs) I just really want to spread myself out and talk about this. I know this might hurt, but I'm sure it'll feel good much later. I know I'm exposing myself here, but (laughs) another (laughs) B-U-T-T. I guess you just have to bend over and take it. (laughs) (laughs) It's a real daisy chain of a problem, you know? The two of us, the best part is we're trying to outdo each other and I can hear us thinking so hard. So hard. Speaking of hard, so this hard. problem is so hard that it's, it's. I've been trying to wrap both hands around it, you know? I do. It's hard to take all at once. <laughs> so let's just do this inch by inch, Abby. <laughs> That's right. And lean into it. And you just take a deep breath and just let it go. <laughs> so here's my question for you as a gay man. Sure. Uh-huh. Uh, do you think, do you, I mean, I just, re- I genuinely wonder if there really is such a thing as pure bisexuality. Do you think that exists or do you think at some point or another you fall on one side of the spectrum? More so for guys than women, I think. I, I guess because... Yes, I do think people can be bisexual. I think that um, I don't really know too many bisexual men, so there's that. I know more bisexual women. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, a lo- most of the bisexual men that I've known aren't really. It's like, oh, by the way, I'm gay. Like that's, you know. Yeah. Also, yeah. like I feel like that was like a, for a lot of people, that's a, like a gateway 
to find comfort in being who they truly are. However, with that, that's just my own experience. That doesn't necessarily, I'm not negating the, other you know, the, all the realities, right. All the other letters of the rainbow, LGBTQI plus. What I take issue with is guys that get married and then they know that they're, you know, it's trying to keep pushing something when you know that it's not right. When you broke back it. Yeah. We'll just yeah. call that broke backing. Yeah, when you're fucking in a tent and something doesn't smell right. <laughs> that old country song? <laughs> when you're fucking in a tent and something doesn't smell right, you are broke back in. When you turn to him and say, did you eat beans today? You are broke back in. When you smell someone's lunch and it's only breakfast. Brunch. <laughs> just because it rhymes with lunch it just makes me feel better it settles my musical brain sure look i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna spitball this pun intended and i'll come back with a whole new song called i am broke back and <laughs> oh i like that oh thanks man hey you know what i actually have an article that works really well hand in hand with with what um we've just been broke back in well unload on me i can take it uh, okay bend over take a deep uh-huh. breath because here it I'm comes gonna, all right i'm gonna just lie back and listen and take it okay just definitely undo the top button of your pants because here it comes from the el paso times in el paso texas march 24th 1975 a monday but who counts days anymore? Hmm? No one does. Not a damn person. All right, you ready for this? Not burying the lead with this title. Poodle shuns the females. Could he be gay, old dog? <laughs> it's everything you want it to be. <laughs> Dear Ann Landers, please check with your authorities and tell me if a poodle can be gay. Our male standard poodle is a prize-winning specimen, and we have had many offers to mate him with other female standards of similar quality, but he refuses to have anything to do with the bitches. He does, however... (laughs) (laughs) He does, however, get very chummy with the male dogs. There was a time when we laughed about it, but we no longer think it's funny. Now we believe he's a homosexual. Is this possible? May we hear from you soon? Signed, Manhattan Project. Of course, Manhattan. Manhattan Project. Could any? Could this happen anywhere else in the fucking world? Dear man, I questioned some of the best veterinarians in the country. Two said yes. Two said no. One replied, it's possible, but not likely. Another laughed for ten minutes and said, you got me. And... <laughs> This is just this is the article that we need right now. This is the feel good article we all need. Is my poodle gay? No, he's bisexual. And every pretty much everything we said for the last article applies to this. Except in poodle another, terms. Another doctor I called said, You call me one more time and I'll drive to your house and slit your throat. <laughs> another doctor said <laughs> So now it's basically the same exact question from your article, but replace uh, pastor with poodle. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Is my pastor fucking my poodle? I have a question. (laughs) 
I'm guessing the two are related. So the man is the other man from the other town is actually a poodle. So the pastor's fucking a poodle. Yeah, but basically. he's married and he can't tell that bitch anything. Is that what I'm saying? He didn't get the answer he wanted from Abby, so he changed pastor to poodle and he went over <laughs> to her sister. I have a real, I mean, um, Lassie has a real problem. I think this she is like likes an episode guys. Of, this is like an episode of Nailed It. It's like, I don't exactly know how to fix this problem. So I'm just going to throw as much flour and sugar in it and hope that it, this cake works. But if I drop frosting on it, It'll make everything better. <laughs> Poodle. Poodles are inherently gay in my mind. Look at how fancy I mean, they are. Just look at the way that they're dressed. She looks like a whore. Take that That's makeup off. You look like a whore. Oh. oh if, look, sorry. if you have a dog that has hip poofs, you know. Has what? Hip poofs. Don't they have those hip poofs to, like, keep them warm? Have you I, ever met a poodle you've liked? Let's start there. No. No. <laughs> and I don't think they have hip poofs to keep them warm if the rest of their body is... Naked. Shaved. This isn't like Olivia Newton-John doing the physical video. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to keep your joints warm, a nice leg warmer will do. What if you replaced everything in the Olivia Newton-John video with just poodles? I, there would be no difference. Not at all. I agree. Is my, is my poodle gay? His grinder goes off every two minutes. <laughs> is my poodle gay? He's, he left the house and said, I'm going to therapy. Don't wait up. <laughs> is my poodle gay? He, he was wearing a dance belt. <laughs> or just a regular belt. Yeah. Or just an accent belt and more i'm offended that that the title is could he be gay old dog why does he have to be an old queen why yeah, do you have to specify it, how, age why is it about age doesn't it what's the difference there yeah how what what did you find your your poodle at a piano bar is my poodle gay and old he hangs out of marie's crisis and he keeps singing everywhere everywhere everything's coming up roses <laughs> Is my poodle gay? He brought home his boyfriend and said, I don't care what you think, we're getting married. <laughs> oh, we could go on. And we I have mean, we been. could. <laughs> but no. Jules is, is over it, and he's giving me the finger. Like oh, he do. Okay. Yeah. Is my, well. is my Jules gay? He's giving me the finger. <laughs> All right, give me an article. Okay. This is from the Charlotte News, Charlotte, North Carolina. June 20th, 1974, twas a Thursday. Dear Abby, my 62-year-old mother was recently widowed, has taken to running around with men. She joined some kind of senior swingers club. Her men friends have been seen by her, by her neighbors and they have begun to talk. I just can't understand what's come over my mother. She picks up men at the grocery store, at bingo, at other social events. She used to be a devoted Christian wife and mother, and my children adore their nana, but now she's disgracing our family. I spoke to her about this, and she said she figured that she may, she, not, she may not be around for too many more years and that she wants to enjoy what's left of her life. Isn't this type of activity bad for a woman of her age? I need some advice on how to handle this. Signed, Desperate in, in Fort Pierce, Florida. Of course, Dear Florida. Desperate. Of course. Dear Desperate, 
a woman who has been devoted, a devoted Christian wife and mother doesn't become less of a Christian because she makes new friends and enjoys socializing. It could keep, your, keep her young and healthy for many years. You are not disgraced. The person can disgrace only himself. Mother is probably innocent of any wrongdoing, but some neighbors love to talk. Here's what, here's what my takeaway from this is. She's 62 years old. 52 she or picked, 62? 62. Six. Oh. Okay. She picks up men at the grocery store, at bingo, at other social events. I don't know how you pick up someone at bingo because aren't you like not supposed to talk to anybody because you're just focused on the one person that's pulling the balls out of the bag? Well, first of all, there's balls. So already you've set the scene. True. It's a and natural like, aphrodisiac for the over 60 crowd. And there's something, something about winning that turns people on. Ooh, he won bingo. Ooh, yeah. I want to get with a winner. I do like the fact that, so she belongs to a swingers club. So that's really not what he's talking about or the fact that, like, he doesn't really go into depth that the neighbors are seeing, like, men come in and out of her house. So it's not too dissimilar from what I imagine, like, the video that I sent you the other day. From Which the woman from... <clears throat> The woman from New Orleans, who is a grandmother who wants someone to come over to their house and fuck her, preferably in the morning, because <laughs> she has some she has some new lingerie, and she's an older woman, and she likes someone to come over and fuck her. Wait, I didn't get this video from you. What I, are I am, you talking about? I'm I looking sent it back. to you. I, I'm looking back. I got a picture of a CVS window. Uh, decoration that's that's terrifying. That looks like the girl from the ring. Oh, okay. Wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. My did grandma. Did you press play on that, or did you already think? No, did I press... I did. I pressed play on it. She's wearing the the purple leotard, uh, and she's grabbing her own junk. Well, there's it says my grandma's starting her OnlyFans because she lost her retirement due to COVID nineteen, so now she's selling her bits and pieces on Instagram. Right. It's from the uh, Instagram page, Fitness Gaze, G-A-Y-Z. It, you, have to, you have to request. Um, oh, you, oh, you mean they're under lock and key. Right. That is why what I sent you was me videotaping my lover's phone <laughs> so you can get it. Because they would not, ex- Fitness Gaze would never okay my request to, to join their Instagram page. They would never have it. They would take one look at mine and be like, no, she's not one of us. Not if she could she, see this grandma. This is a, a gift that keeps on giving because I've watched it maybe a thousand times. <laughs> I am I'm mesmerized by the age of this woman, um, how she fills out her lingerie. Agreed. And the fact that that... <laughs> And that that's a selling point for her to find someone who's at least 35 years old. Who likes <laughs> apple pie off grandma's chest. <laughs> it's burning. Who, Better eat it quickly. Must be 35. <laughs> I like that she's getting so specific. Like, if you come over, it's got to be, be between 10 and 11 because I watch my stories at 1130 and Price is Right is on at 9 a.m. So I'm just trying to fit grand- this between. Got to watch my grandkids at 3 p.m. when they get out of school, but I have to go to church first. Who wants spaghetti and meatballs? 
I make my own sauce and you can make your own sauce on me. <laughs> well, she's from the New Orleans area, so I'm making homemade beignets. I know that it's Lent, but you don't want to give up sugar. You don't have to throw beads at me. I've got my own. <laughs> Anal beads. <laughs> I think the first time I saw it, I was canatonic. Like, I, yes. I can't, I can't, I can't stop watching this. And I can't even, like, I, like, like staring at an eclipse. Like, I can't, like, close encounters. I can't stop what's happening. It's like a ribeye. I can't process it. You know, <laughs> my body's not breaking it down appropriately and it doesn't know how to get it. I don't know what's happening. Why is it that our articles are just dovetailing kind of perfectly into each other? Because the next thing I have, well, this is an interesting one because it's inverted. So she gives you her thought on it, and then you hear a a response to something else. You'll see. But the title of this, oh, this comes from the the Leader Telegram, All Claire, Wisconsin, March 25th, 1961. And the title is, And What's With This 23 Skidoo Bit? Dear readers, well, there is hope for the world. Do you remember the letter from old timer who complained that they don't write songs like they used to? I agreed and suggested that perhaps this is why teenagers don't dance together anymore. I bemoaned the hyperthyroid leaping and shed a few tears for the boy who must stand riveted to the floor while his partner hops around like a beheaded hen. I expected a barrage of brickbats from the teens but the mail indicated that for the most part they agreed with me. Here are some comments, pro and con. So there was a guy who wrote to her and was like, why don't they make music like they used to anymore? And what's with this 23 skadoo stuff and blah, blah, blah. Like wrote in complaining. So this is just a reader that complained right back. Dear Anne, so old timer is unhappy because they don't write songs like they used to? Well, if he can tell me what a flat-footed flugy with the floy floy is, I'll keep my mouth shut forever. While he's at it, can he explain them the meaning of vo-do-de-o-do and boop-boop-a-doop and yada-yada-yada-jing-jing-jing? <laughs> Thanks a great bunch, class of 64. I only picked this article so that I could say flat-footed flugy with a floy floy, <laughs> vo-do-de-o-do, boop-boop-a-doop and yada-yada-yada-jing-jing-jing. A chang chang, changity chang chang. Dip to dip to dip to up to dip 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 to Oh, oh, that was she used to, uh, yeah, I did a whole 1940s thing of like the fact that I sound like I'm from the 40s, but I talk about current topics and, and like it always sounds funny. It was like, oh, she's a she's a real humdinger, flidly floy, you know, like so anything that I talk about, even if I'm like talking about Kanye West, I'm like, she's a real humdinger with a zing zing. And wow, I forget what the lines are. I don't know. It's been forever since I even tried to do that bit. I ain't going to try to do it right now, sir. No, sir. I'd have to brush something off and dust it off and, and look through the, the annals of my stand-up. But, yeah, it's, uh, well, 23 Skidoo is part of my bit, but 
I, I just basically wanted to make stupid sounds. I, I read this and I was like, just for the idea of going flat footed floogie with a floy floyd, yada, yada, jing, jing, jing. How is it any dumber than, oh, what's happening right now is the Tootsie Slide by Drake. I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. It's, um, you'll see it soon. Everybody's doing the Tootsie Slide. It's like the Macarena or the Harlem Shake. You know, we need a dance trend that goes viral every six months. What was the one from Japan? Or China? Um, uh, uh, you know what I'm uh, talking about? Yes. Gangnam style? Yes, Ganyam. Ganyam style. Du, 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 du. We're bored people when we need a dance like that. I wonder if we could actually get Ganyam style now, given that the tension of the world. <laughs> They'd be like, we're not, we're not letting anything in here, not even Ganyam style. <laughs> well, why did I just do JFK for that instead of Trump? I don't, I don't know, I closed, I, <laughs> I, closed, I closed all of the borders. I am not letting anything in from China, not even Ganyam style. <laughs> Not in, not even Yum Yum Bangkok style. What? <laughs> That's totally different. It's very delicious. I will let that in. Any foods that are delicious, I will let pass over the border. I will. I won't allow that, but I will allow some spring rolls and some veggie rolls. <laughs> what? I am not letting them give us ventilators because I don't trust them. However, fortune cookies are allowed. <laughs> I don't know what they're all complaining about. I sent a thousand fortune cookies to the hospital. <laughs> I I did accept one hundred thousand ventilators from them. That's only because there's fortunes inside of them. <laughs> so when you open them, they say helps you breathe long time. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> it's so rough. <laughs> Who wants fortune cookies? I grandma ordered Chinese. But there has to be just, I'm sorry to go back to it because she's just so good. There's got to be follow-up. So is your husband following this, 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 it's, he's clearly following this Instagram page. Is there any, any follow-up on how she's doing? (laughs) Is she getting good work is what I need to know because I can't get through to unemployment. And pretty soon I'm going to make my own video with a Bell Watley off the shoulder, purple onesie. I'm going to have to stuff it to make it look like I have cans. Hello, everybody. This is Erin from uh, New Jersey. Uh, Come on over. 35 and older. Please. Thank you. Very sing-songy. Oh, all right. I'm going to keep things moving along because we're going to be here all day screaming about this. I'm going to watch that so many times. Now when we get off and we're done with this, when we get off, speaking of getting off, between 10 and 1030, there's a line that's forming outside. I've put a deli counter right at the door. Anyone who's six inches or bigger. Six feet inside. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> hey, you know what? This is a perfect transition from for sexy grandmas right now. Because speaking of sexy grandmas, oh, it's time for the moth report. That's right. <laughs> Anybody else want to throw up in their mouth? I know I do. So let's call my mother. And don't bring this up with her at all. What are you watching? Oh, my God. I hope you have some new lingerie, Mom. Lingerie? What do you wear? Well, let's ask her what she's wearing right now. Oh, 
Is it happening? There we go. This should be good. Hello? Did Hello? We, did we got you? We got you? You got me. What are Why? you wearing you right want? now? What are you wearing? Uh, what am what? I wearing? <laughs> yes. What are you wearing right now? I'm wearing cut-off jeans <laughs> and a long sleeve t-shirt and slippers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, you, were, you were thinking I was going to say pajamas, right? No, no, I, we just needed to know what you were wearing to make sure it wasn't lingerie. It, everything will make sense when this episode comes out and you actually hear it. I sure hope so. <laughs> I don't think I own any lingerie. I don't even like to say the word. <laughs> hey, what do you think about Belle Watley from Gone with the Wind? <laughs> well, I kind of liked her. She was pretty down to earth. and I didn't care what she did for a living. But those ladies, all the, all the other ladies were so snooty to her. And she just wanted to, she was like a, you know, she was a confederate like all the rest of them. <laughs> Melanie Hamilton was very nice to her. And the rest of them were all just, they had their nose up in the air. But Melanie was, was very polite to her. So anyhow, I like Belle. <laughs> she was just trying to make a living, right? You bet. You bet. <laughs> I mean, you know, whatever. Whatever However, gets you by in these difficult like times. She made a pretty good living at it, though. She had a nice carriage and uh, red hair. I bet she did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you're wearing cut-off shorts, what's the weather like where you're standing? Oh, it's beautiful. It's 62 degrees. It is sunny. And I, I planted some pansies today because... Ooh. I had to, and, and and like all the neighbors are like all hunkered down inside their house. They're just looking at us from behind their, their front doors like Lorraine. She keeps watching us because she's got nothing else to do. So, um. <laughs> Lorraine, uh, tell Patty about Lorraine. Lorraine is the next door neighbor who's abnormally obsessed with her lawn. Like this is a character oh. from the Burbs. Remember the Burbs? <laughs> yeah. Like she's a character from from that like she's a sitcom character well i have to say that she and we have the best looking lawns on the street so it's kind of like an ongoing competition every time we 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 snip hours and water hours it looks beautiful and so then she's right out behind us doing the same thing because we're kind of competing for the the rights to say i have the best it's a lawn throwdown yes it is it's a throwdown I'm glad you called because I was actually starting to nod off. I was a little tired from having done my outdoor activities. She did a thing for the day. Isn't it sad? Patty, are you having (laughs) this experience in quarantine where it's like, if you do one activity, you're like, oh, my God. All right, now I have to rest for three hours. Yeah, that's what I'm I'm wondering. What's going to happen when we all have to go back to work? We're all going to be like, I don't know. What time is it? It's noon. Oh, shit. It's like not driving a car for two months and then you start it back up again and it's like... (laughs) Horrible, horrible. I I don't know what the heck we're going to come out on the other side of this acting like. (laughs) I really don't. I don't know, but a lot of us are going to be a lot hairier. And a lot heavier. I've been eating Charleston Chews and Milky Ways. Oh. Oh, I know, I know. I can't help myself. Market Basket sells them three boxes for a dollar. I can't resist them. So 
I don't know. Well, I, guess I've what you to... can find during quarantine? Charleston shoes. <laughs> Not anymore, because yeah. my mother took all of them in Massachusetts. <laughs> Patty, what has been your guilty uh, eat? Like, what have you eaten this week? M&M peanut by the bag. Oh. Like the big, like the big bag. What happened to all your Easter candy? That was my Easter candy. Oh, what about the malted milk ball? The speckled malted milk balls? Oh, that, yes. Well, I guess I kind of, well, <laughs> when I ran out of those, then I went, I'm like, you know what? That's too much, that's too much sugar. I'll go with the m and peanuts instead. There's some protein inside. Yes, protein. <laughs> <laughs> That's very, very admirable. Patty, do you <laughs> like malted milk balls? I do. Very right. much so. My dear, I want you to, next time you're in the store and you see something called Maltesers, I don't mm-hmm. know if you've ever tried them. They're in red. They come from England. They are the best malted milk ball you will ever have. They are oh. absolutely it's delicious. It's like she just described Meghan Markle, like the, the royals. <laughs> she was like, they're in red. They come from England. If I had to pick a candy on this planet that was the best in the world, it's Maltesers. Malted milk balls, oh. they're made from Mars, the Mars Company in England, and they are fantastic. So try them, because you will not be disappointed. All right. Huh. That's a command, oh, this Patty. this has been a very beneficial phone call, I see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is it looking like there? What's the quarantine situation? So, so nobody's on the streets right now. Everybody's in, even though it's nice outside? Everybody's pretty much in their own yard. The people behind us actually have a few kids, which I would hang myself. Um, they, they, have a, uh, they have a bouncy house, one of those blow-up bouncy houses. Oh, that's a COVID stew. And how yeah, have you yeah. been surviving it? We do our weekly Zoom, but but other than that, well, I I like I said, this is not unlike my normal lifestyle anyway. But if I wanted to go, I think I I miss mostly just going out to dinner. Oh, uh, or I even know. going to get get a donut. I went to the bank this morning to the drive up, and I saw a Dunkin' Donuts, and I said, Oh my God, I want a jelly donut. That <laughs> <And> we. <laughs> So we drove through, and then we got those, and then we went to the local farm and picked up some dirt. And uh, so your father's been out with his shovel. And Well, I will be giving you um, a very stern lecture later, not on the air, about uh, you and your gallivanting in the middle of this <laughs> crisis and going to places like Dunkin' Donuts. But yeah, right but it now, was like early, early, early. It was all like eight o'clock this morning. So, but I if got I my could strap hand. you down into your house <laughs> for the next month, I would. Yeah, I'm sure you would. Well, I'm glad you live there and I live here. So, <laughs> I don't know. It's not like it's not happening there. No, I know that, but like uh, at least I don't have you looking over me all the time. You see so, this? Do you see how much as I appreciate it? <clears throat> Look at the reverse um, that's happening right now. Now it's about, I'm trying to tell my parents not to go out. Where are you going tonight? Who are you going with? (laughs) Gee, that sounds familiar. All of the roles have been reversed. All right. (laughs) Well, we're moving on before I have a heart attack and redo the riot act. And um, all right. Well, we thank you very much for this moth report. Is there anything else that you would like to add? I got nothing. (laughs) All right. Patty, is there anything you want to say to my mother? Any words of wisdom? Any warnings about not being foolish? I will be looking... I will be looking for the Maltesers. Yes, I yes. I want you to don't go out of your house. 
Thank I you. I won't. But listen, when you take that first bite into that Malteser, you are going to, you're going to, you're going to, oh my God, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. Wait till, <laughs> wait till you bite. Just wait. It's great. Wait till okay. you bite, Patty. Wait I till can't you wait to put my mouth on it. <laughs> it was nice talking to you guys. All right. Bye. You take care. Take care. Bye, Patty. Uh, bye, Jen. Bye. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Bye. She's going to give me a heart attack. I can't wait till it explodes in my mouth. I can't wait to taste it. <laughs> Stop. I'm a bisexual pastor who owns a poodle. I can't wait to bite into those Maltesers. Mmm. <laughs> These balls certainly are slippery. Oh, my God. Do you know, like, that's one of the things that people are saying. They're having a hard time with two categories of ages in this uh, pandemic. And it's like my parents' age group who are like, this is a bunch of malarkey and we'll go blah, blah, blah. And, and anybody in the 20s who thinks that they want to go drink Zimas on the, the shores of Miami. It's, it's maddening. <laughs> and then there's the rest of us who are like, if I could go outside in a bubble, like one of those bubbles that you could run in, you know what I'm talking about? Like when they like, inflate Like a hamster it. bubble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's supposed to be like a really good workout for you because it's all about core. And like you're running it in the same time. It's like a little hamster bubble. It's it's great. I'm going to get one of those and that's how I travel to the supermarket. That's great. Why don't you travel all the way to my house? I, I'll come and get you. You can go in your own bubble. And then we, you'll, you'll be like John Travolta in that Bubble Boy movie. Boy in the Plastic Bubble. Boy in the Plastic Bubble. An entirely earnest movie. How did yeah. they film that? And who I could I would be fired because I'd be laughing. I'd be on the crew and I'd be <laughs> laughing. I'd be like, "You guys, John Travolta's in a bubble. Like, let's just take a minute." <laughs> <laughs> I know we're on a, a two-hour break. Did anyone let him out? No, they didn't. Oh, oh shit! God. Oh, his hair is fell he off. Sit, is, is he just sitting in that open field with no umbrella? Oh god! Oh <laughs> so it's so hot in there. It smells like plastic. <laughs> I hope he doesn't. I hope he didn't have a hot dog. <laughs> what did he eat at craft services before you put him back in that bubble should we be concerned it's chilly who's tuesday in who's in that bubble with him oh my god that bubble's gonna smell like shit literally <laughs> broke back bubble all right i gotta keep us moving along because i have a meeting at 3 30 one hour from now so i know i have meetings i'm very important uh, I, know, I have to go to work Oh, God, do you? So it hasn't happened yet. You haven't gone over there yet. No, because this is smack dab in the middle. And everybody come over after 10 a.m. and bring me Instagram mail. Instagram mail. Please write to us in Instagram mail. We want to hear from you. Except between 10 and 10.30 when my stories are on. But I'll make you cookies. Are you allergic to gluten? So, we have a couple, two Instagram mail questions that are um, pandemic-specific questions that we received uh, today. As always, please follow us at DearPodOfficial. And keep your eyes open for when we put it on our feeds. We're always asking the questions to you. Ask us anything you want. Topics are open always. Right, Piatti? That's correct. Any question, anything is fair game. 
trust. Oh, and while you're there, um, also go over to Apple and rate, review, and subscribe. We like the reviews. It's been a minute since we've gotten one. Yes, just hit that subscribe button. And if you want to hit five stars, we wouldn't say no. I'm just saying. By the way, everybody, the very first Thursday in May is our one-year anniversary. Ooh. Ah. That is un-fucking-believable. We have spent a year doing this. We should have more reviews, frankly. In this marriage, we have been together for a year. But it's like dog years, so really it feels like seven, doesn't it? Yes, it does. So keep your eyes open and your ears peeled for our one-year anniversary show coming up. Celebrate with us Please rate, review, and subscribe. I can't believe it's going to be a year already since we dropped our very first uh, Anne fucking Landers. Maybe we should do a retrospective episode. Oh, my God. Maybe I'll take you out in your backyard and shit in the glass table. Oh, a look back at our favorite moments. There it is. (laughs) That was the first time that I really thought, well, breathing was fun. I'm not going to do it ever again. (laughs) I laughed so hard. (laughs) I definitely... Uh, tinkled a little bit. So, uh, yeah, we're, we may have to bring out some of the old classics, the favorites, the fan favorites. So write to us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com or on any of our Instagrams, Twitters, everything like that. If you've been listening to the podcast, tell us your favorite moments that you may want to revisit. That sounds like a good idea, right? Yeah. Awesome. In the meantime, though, awesome. we have two questions for you. Read me a question from the Instagram, yeah. Patrick. Uh, okay. uh, the first question is, what is the acceptable amount of days between showers during a global pandemic? Good question. Are you there? Oh, yes. No, I thought you were starting okay. your answer. I just wanted to give you no. space. No, it just gets deaf. It gets deathly quiet sometimes i'm like have i been disconnected when the bottom falls out i hate this (laughs) um okay so abby's response is when not going through a global pandemic i try to schedule three to four appointments with monique at vidal sassoon for either a cut curl or blowout that usually involves a wash needless to say with their sleek glassy door shuttered i find myself in a predicament when was the last time she gave me a good rinse? Was it Thursday or Friday? What day is today? Is today Monday? Easter? <laughs> Christmas? Who am I? Where am I? What is happening? Can anybody hear me? Can anybody see me? For the love of God, what is happening? Then the phone rang. It was Monique. She reminded me to wash my hair. She also reminded me that she called to remind me. And she knows that I have... A way, of spinning, a way of spinning without a set calendar that usually revolves around my visits to the salon. To answer your question, I wash my own hair now, and I wash it twice a week. I take seven baths a week, each one with my after-bath splash. You know the one. As I pull my Ralph Lauren towel to my face to dab off the towel and take a deep breath, I wonder, when was the last time I washed this towel? Was it today? Easter? Christmas? Did I add fabric softener? Abby. 
<laughs> I was waiting for you to sign it. Wait, is her after bath splash perhaps Jean Nate? <laughs> you guessed it, and it's Jean Nate. Just a spray of Jean Nate. Uh, after bath splash. It's funny that you said that because that's an old episode too that we're going to have to bring out for the one year anniversary, and that is the argument over whether or not it's Jean Nate or Jean Nate. And uh, to get me in the mood today, my jewels put that. That brick of Jean Nate right in front of me that somebody sent us. <laughs> so I'm staring at the Jean Nate right now and I'm smelling it Jean from Nate. afar. Technically, I think it's Parmesan cheese, but we're going to find out later when we use it on our pasta. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Please do. Mm. And Vidal Sassoon. Put a pin in Vidal Sassoon because I have a Vidal Sassoon story after this. It's very good. Oh. So the question is what is the acceptable amount of days between showers during a global pandemic? Depends. Do you live with someone? Are you quarantining alone? Do you live with someone that you hate and you might want to use your odor as sweet revenge? I think shower usage should be determined on a case-by-case basis, but a good general rule of thumb is to ask yourself, are flies buzzing around you? If the answer is yes, take a shower. Or if you're married like me, hose yourself or your spouse down every other day. Hey. Don't you just give up now? I do have to take a shower once a day. I will say that. That's the only thing that, the only standard that I'm holding myself to at this point. Well, that and brushing my teeth. Well, I got to do that. That's just, you know, yeah. rude if you don't. And then waxing my, then waxing my full body. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I duct tape my head and then I rip it off good, around good. noon. Um, then I, um, then I put myself into the microwave high on three minutes if I can fit my entire body in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. And then when you're hot enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm lucky. Now I've gotten to a point where whatever I'm wearing during the day is what I'll just fall into bed in at the end of the day. So it's not even like I'm going from daytime pajamas to nighttime pajamas. <laughs> I'm just going from standing to lying down. <laughs> I'm not bothering to make a transition into an evening wear anymore. Not even my good lingerie. Oh. All you're right. not even going from like like from flannel to No. To I'm not silk. even bothering. Like if I wore jeans during the day, which I haven't, somebody called them stiff pants. And I was like, that's so right. But if I were wearing jeans during the day, I would fall into bed wearing jeans. And then I would wake <laughs> up wearing jeans. So like whatever I'm wearing is what I'm wearing to bed. Then you're ready to go to the store. Exactly. I went to the store in my I Love Lucy pajamas the other day. I could give two shits. My entire (laughs) face is covered. Nobody sees me. Like I said, this would have been the perfect time to get a facelift or, you know, a laser grafting, skin transfer, like any of that. Like, if only I had the foresight and knew this pandemic was coming, I would have planned this thing entirely differently. Well, you can always get some time life books. Oh, so, uh, we'll tell that in a minute. But let's get this other, other question out of the way. And that, of course, is very important. Uh, it is, I can't find hand sanitizer anywhere. What are my alternatives? This is tricky. Hand sanitizer is harder to find than my blood pressure. I almost knocked an old lady's lights out over the last bottle of Purell, but I was staying six feet away from her. So here's how you make your own at home. You'll need three quarters of a cup of rubbing alcohol, one quarter cup aloe vera gel, and 10 drops of an essential oil. If you have those things in your house, you're either a massage therapist, a serial killer, or Gwyneth Paltrow. 
For the rest of us suckers, <laughs> I just come home and douse myself in Smirnoff vodka. Luckily, I've been doing that my whole life. So this pandemic-induced shortage really hasn't disrupted my daily goings-on. Good luck to you, Sanny. And don't touch your face, goddammit! Anne. Interesting. Yeah. I think Abby has done a little bit more research than her sister. Oh, really? You know something I don't? Yes. yes. Okay. Finding hand sanitizer now is like finding a woman on the Upper East Side who hasn't stapled her lips to the back of her head. <laughs> Here's what I have found on the internet. So take it or leave it. First, you find your largest pot in the cupboard and turn on the heat full blast on the stovetop. When it comes to a boil, add a pinch of salt, then submerge both hands into the boiling water until you stop screaming. Another solution from outdamnspot.com says, pull out a mop bucket, add two cups of water, add a cup of bleach, then another cup, then another cup, then another cup, put both hands in the bucket after 20 minutes, Pull them out to reveal your skeleton. On unrealwaystowashyourhands.com, Sam from the Black Hills, Wyoming, said pouring lye on your hands after touching your cousin inappropriately over summer vacation seems to work quite well. Another trick was shoving both hands into a campfire and screaming Paula Cole songs until you can't breathe. Oh. Or, or you can purchase several bars of soap and constantly wash your hands throughout the day, while sanitizer is a good thing to have on hand, a good washing while crying to the good old days is most appropriate. I enjoy scrubbing my hands at, with a Brillo pad and some Comet powdered bleach while singing the chorus of Christina Aguilera's Dirty because I am too dirty to clean my act up. Wow. Oh, was Abby. that it? Did, okay, Abby. Oh, I didn't know if you were going to sign off or not. Um, yeah. yeah, so you wash your hands like you're Joan Crawford. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, yeah, I, somebody posted a picture of, I've been washing my hands, guys, and it's a picture of Terminator, but, like, with all the skin missing. <laughs> yeah. That is roughly what my hands look like right now. None of us, all of us could come out of this looking like 25-year-olds, but you lift your hands and you're like, oh, you have Crypt Keeper hands. Yep. It's I'm rough in here. Yeah, there's not enough moisturizer in the state. There's not enough hand sanitizer. There's no... I still don't understand the run on toilet paper. For the life of me, I can't. Now that, like, the panic has passed and you see what the new normal is for the time being, why are still people crushing to get toilet? You're not shitting yourself when you get this thing. Yeah, I don't get it. How much shitting are you planning on doing? Maybe if you had, like, a family of five or something. I can justify that. But in general, I don't get it. But you know oh. what it's time for now in the middle of the day? This is very exciting because who cares about time anymore? Happy hours don't exist. The entire day is one big happy hour. So it's time, time. for specialty cup specialty drink. We're drinking all day now because no one can stop us. Just gain and wait and drink and I smash. I wish you were here for this one. Ooh, oh. Love me while I FaceTime your dad. Who wants a cocktail in my tail? Well, this one is the whiskey smash discovered by the very scraggly-looking James Jules Ferris. Yes, he's disgusting. He has to shave. So, we found some mint in our backyard, which is very exciting. We decided to use it in this drink. We have two pieces Uh of lemon, two lemon slices, two to three mint leaves, 
three quarters of an ounce simple syrup, one and one half ounces Maker's Mark bourbon, one ounce water, and some fresh mint, preferably from our backyard. But I'll I'll blow you out of the water if I see you back there in my sawed-off shotgun. <laughs> now, here's what you want to do. You want to muddle the lemon, mint leaves, water, and simple syrup in the bottom of a mixing glass. Then you add bourbon and shake and strain into an old-fashioned glass with crushed ice, my favorite kind of ice. Then you garnish it with the mint sprig. And here are the tasting notes. Are you losing it yet? We're slowly getting there, just on edge 24-7. Feeling like you want to hit something, but in this case, I'll smash it. I'll whiskey smash it right down my gullet. I'm discovering throughout my solitude that I keep being reminded of classic cocktails and why they remain classic. They're just that good. Plus, the intro of mint into this little elixir is the perfect welcome to a warm spring day. Sure, you can use most bourbons for this recipe, but... Because Maker's Mark is a sweeted bourbon, it just brings that extra little special something that will stop you from losing your mind during your real-life version of Groundhog Day, the movie, and make you pause as you mix yourself a second and third and fourth glass. No judgments here. Drink, wash your hands, stay home, enjoy, and repeat. That is the whiskey smash, ladies and gentlemen. And this looks so lovely. I love crushed ice. I do. And so minty looking. This one's for you, Patty. All the way over in Hell's Kitchen. I'm jealous. <gasps> oh, you are jealous of this one. I'm not going to lie. Now, I'm usually weird about things that have simple syrup in them. I get a headache very easily. But this is like perfectly blended, wicked icy, and the mint. It's all about the mint. It's like a julep, but sexy. Oh! Wow. Mm. Can you feel it through the phone? Super jelly. Have you made cocktails or are you just drinking wine every night? Just the wine. Well, I've tried to space it out because I feel like I was drinking too much. So now I take some time to enjoy the view without A beverage. Yeah, I know. You reach a certain point where you're like, well, this isn't enjoyable anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I really was like, well, this isn't fun. I mean. That's why I started heroin. I know, you gotta either up your game or be done entirely. But it's tough to be abroad in a basic bitch world. Cause I'm way into pop culture. But it sounds funny coming out of my mouth cause I'm like, this presidential race is a real sockologer. That Trump is a big palooka. But Hillary Clinton is a choice piece of calico. Kanye West likes his finger up a wazoo after he's on a tooth, but that doesn't make him a cake eater. (laughs) Kim Kardashian is a real dumb Dora. She thinks she's hotsy-totsy, but that's applesauce. (laughs) Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go get a giggle water and 23 skadoo out of here. Thank you, guys. You guys have been awesome. My name is Aaron McGuire. Have a great night.